Imagine if you went from feeling fine every day to feeling amazing. How would your life be different? Everyone has the ability to feel amazing again and again. You just need the right tools to get there. If you're ready to feel amazing, stick around. Now, here's the host of the I'm Not Fine Show with functional nutrition coach, Lizzie Enns. Welcome back, everyone. We are here for another amazing episode today on the I'm Not Fine Show. I'm Lizzie Enns, your host here. And today, we are going to be talking about the holidays. Can you guys believe that we are about upon another holiday season where all the craziness happens? Like, literally, like, my son has trunk or treat tomorrow at his school and that's when it all begins when all the candy starts flowing in and it's like as soon as Halloween is over then it's like okay Thanksgiving and we get into like the fall festivities and all of that stuff although I think some people in other states have been in fall festivities for a while because their states are actually cooling down a bit but here in Arizona it is hot we just had like a hundred 102 the other day again and I was like can we just like cool down like all I want to do is wear comfy cozy sweaters and uh, I wanted to be cool so I can make myself warm with clothes but that's what I get for living in the desert right so I wanted to talk about holidays today to prepare you guys to go into the holiday season with a little bit more knowledge, a little bit more confidence on what it is that you can do because this is, for some people, a very, very stressful time. If you are in this journey of wanting to heal your body and not backtrack in during the holidays because of everything that is going on. And um that's a that can be a really really difficult thing to navigate if you have lots of parties lots of events and not only that you love food and you're like I just want to eat all the things but then after the fact you're like wait a minute but I'm sick like I feel sick and this is actually a time that a lot of people get sick and part of that reason is because when we constantly feed our body, let's just hound on sugar for a bit. If we constantly feed our body with high sugar, um, what can happen with that is we start weakening our immune system. And when we weaken our immune system, we are much more prone to getting sick. So a lot of people, it's not necessarily the fact that the holiday season makes you sick. It's the fact that there's an overconsumption of certain types of foods that weaken our immune system. And therefore, our immune system is not able to fight the viruses that are coming in. Let's talk about the immune system just for a little bit here. Your immune system are your white blood cells, and it is what is there to fight for you. Like we have five different types of, of white blood cells and each one has its individual job to fight. For an example, like your neutrophils are your number one white blood cell that are like the first to the grounds. When there's an infection that comes in, those things come in and go, 
No, we're going to fight this off as much as we possibly can. And so these specific cells can be either elevated or decreased during the time of fighting off an illness. So if you have a common cold, you go get your blood drawn and um, we look at your white blood cells, they're either going to be suppressed or, or um, they're going to be high and elevated. And that's because you are fighting an infection. And so that's your immune system. And so what can happen during this time, not only let's not just talk about, about the food either. There's a lot more stress during the times of the holidays. And we're going to talk a little bit about how to work through that as well. Um, and there's usually less sleep as well during the holidays because we're like, go, go, go. And so during this time, it's really, really important to remember that your health still matters. You still matter. And you get to decide and you get to choose what you are going to do during this time. I literally just got off a call from a client this morning and um, just because of like all the events that are going on in the world, you, um, talking about Israel and what's going on there and other like big events of things that are in her life. And it's like, how do you like deal with that? Like, how do you, especially if you're an empath, like, how do you, how do you work through those feelings? How do you work through that pain that you're feeling and not feel like, if I take care of myself and make myself a priority that you're ignoring the fact that there's other people that are going through much worse things and that there's big, big problems going on. And that is a very, very uh, hard thing to sort of navigate. Like, what is that? What do we do and how do I deal with it? And I, I had a conversation with um, a life coach last week. We did a, a live on IG and we were talking about this. And I said, you know, um, I'm coming up on the 25 year anniversary of my dad's death. And it's really interesting because I watch myself like every year during the time of the anniversary, I see my body respond to certain things, I may feel like I am partially sick, but I'm not actually sick. And so that goes back to the body keeps score. If you've never heard of that book, I would definitely look into that. But the body remembers trauma, the body remembers uh, anniversaries and those things. And so if you feel like there's a cycle that you can't break, when there's certain times of the year that there's trauma, pay attention to what happened during that time. If you always get sick at a certain time, what happened during that time a long time ago? Um, and so you have to remember those things. But one of the things that I said to this guy when I was talking to him is I remember early on after my dad's death, I remember early on going, I don't want to show other people that I'm happy. I don't want to show other people that I can smile again because I felt for one guilty doing that. And two, I did not want other people to assume that I forgot him. 
And then I forgot who he was and that he's not here anymore. And so I didn't want to show that. And so what that taught me is that eventually I got to that place where I allowed myself to be happy again and smile and laugh and, you know, live a life. And so what that taught me at that point in time is that, hey, no matter what events are going on in the world, no matter what is going on in your life, the fact of the matter is, is it's okay for you to still choose joy. It's okay for you to feel the pain and recognize the fact that there this is going on. But it's also okay for you to choose joy and it's okay for you to take care of yourself. And it's okay to remember that you still matter just because there are other things going on in the world that may be way, way more difficult than what you are actually experiencing in your present life. That does not alleviate the fact that you still matter and that you are still important in all aspects. So my encouragement is always don't forget that all of that all of the external things, all the things that are not like right in your life, there's always going to be things that happen, right? So we're never going to disregard the fact that there are things going on that are terrible and it's hard, but we're also not going to disregard ourselves. Because let me ask you this, if you disregard yourself, can you show up to be the person that you need to be in those times? Or do we throw in the towel and we say, well, everything's gone to the pits. I can't do anything anyway. Let me just be sad and and go, I don't know what to do, but I'm going to be sad and upset and angry about it. It's okay to feel those things. But my one question is, ask yourself, what can you do about it? Okay, so if there is a difficult thing that is going on and you're upset about it and it's really painful for you and you don't like it, that's a problem that needs a solution. And the question to ask yourself is, can you be part of the solution? So ask yourself, what can I do about it? What is one thing that I can do about it? It might be something that contributes to the cause of what is going on. It might not be like, hey, you're taking on this massive project and like taking the lead on everything. But maybe there's something that you can do that, that contributes to the problem. And now you're helping solve the problem and not sitting in the problem. It's always interesting to me uh, how many uh people online I have a pretty big social media presence and it's always interesting to me um how many people online can have opinions and give their opinions and and say all the things but the question I always ask is what are you doing behind the scenes about it if you have, a, have an opinion online and it's very hard on what that opinion is the next step is okay that's your opinion and that's what you're frustrated with but what are you doing about it that's what you have to ask yourself because there's always something we can do. So 
I want to preface that as we're going into uh, today and we're talking about the holidays because the holidays are can be the same thing. Maybe it's with your family and maybe you're like, I don't necessarily get along with my family, but I feel like I need to be with my family um, as a group because we every year get together, but it's like this stressful moment and um, you don't really know like how to deal with that. And it becomes this big stressful event, which also stress will weaken your immune system. And that can stress can cause inflammation and cause all kinds of uh, ripple effects on your health. So the question that you want to ask yourself as you're going into this is, okay, what can I do differently this year? If the holidays are a stressful time, what can I do differently this year to not have it affect you as much physically and mentally? Because that matters and you matter. The people in your life matter too, but the reality is, is that you get to be in control of what you allow and don't allow. I actually had someone uh, recently, um, there was something that happened and I was in conversation with someone and I I asked this girl, um, I told this girl, I was like, yeah, like I paid this guy $3,000 for something that I then wasn't going to get that service. And I was like, hey, I want my money back. And he was like, I don't, at first he was like, well, I'm not doing any returns. And I was like, I can't go to, I, I can't go to this thing. You're pushing it out six months. I can't go to it. Um, I think it's fair that you return my money. And so he's like, okay, um, I can make payments back over the course of six months. Okay, six months, even though I paid him in full. And at first I was the nice person. I was like, yeah, sure, like that's fine. Like you can pay me back over the course of six months. I got on a call with this other girl and we're talking about this. And I was like, yeah, like he said that he can't pay me back what I paid him. But like I paid him in full and he wants to make payments over the course of six months. And she was very truthful with me. And she goes, Lizzie, the only reason he is uh, paying you over the course of six months is because you're allowing him to. And I was like, oh, what? So you know what I did? I was like, you're absolutely right. You are absolutely right. He, he, I allowed him to make that decision for me. And I was like, sure. Yeah, no big deal. So I went back to him and I said, Hey, um, I, I need it back in full. Like I, I don't want uh, it over the course of six months. I need it now and I need you to pay me back in full. And it's only fair because I paid you in full. And you know what he did? He came back and he's like, all right, I can make you back in two payments. I was like, I'm happy with two payments. <laughs> so that taught me a very, very specific lesson is like a lot of the things where we feel like people are taking advantage of us. And um, we don't feel in control. A lot of times, actually, what I've learned is that it's because we're allowing it to happen. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more. And, and, and I promise this is all part of like this whole 
uh, session on going into the holidays, because if you feel chaotic going into the holidays, it's because there's no control around your time and you. And part of that is saying yes when you mean yes and no when you mean no. So we're going to go to our first break here. But when we come back, we're going to get right back to this topic and continue to uh, talk about how we're going to go through the holidays and how do we set ourselves up for success. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good. And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever changing like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. We are going to continue to dive into this uh, session on how to get through the chaos of the holidays. And I already went through a deep dive on, uh, you know, what do we deal? How do we deal with uh, certain like really difficult and hard things that are going on in the world in our life? And I, um, I, I typically don't get into all of that stuff, but with the presence that I have on social. Um, sometimes it's expected, but the reality is, is, uh, I'm not, uh, it's not really necessarily like my job to talk about that. I like to leave that to the professionals and I like to stay in my lane and focus on what I need to focus on to help you guys. So let's talk about holidays. We got Halloween coming up and this is where it starts. And, um, one thing that I, one of the things that I want to say, we, I used to say this back in the day when when I was a personal trainer at a training studio, is that it's not a hollow week or a hollow month. It's a hollow day. And so if you can kind of like wrap your mind around the fact that it's it's one day at a time, right? Every other day around that can be a normal day, like you are getting up and going to work and choosing to fuel and nourish and move your body like you normally do. 
on the day and the time and the moment that you are at the party um, or you're having an event or whatever, then that's that time. And you still get to choose what you're going to do at that event in that moment in time. But just remember that it doesn't have to be this long, drawn out thing where it goes into a week and then a month, because at the end of the day, um, you're going to end up feeling so sick and set back because if it's this ongoing thing, remember how I talked about the immune system and how we start like breaking that down and then um, we're not sleeping as well. So if our body gets overloaded with alcohol and sugar and lots of foods where it's a lot harder to digest foods and maybe even foods that uh, cause sensitivity that are like a sensitivity reaction to you, our body has a much harder time to digest those things. And that's when can also be a downward spiral of things going on with your health. So for example, I remember a few years ago, it was during, it was in December and we used to get together with, with friends of ours. It was like three of us couples and we would have like a Christmas pajama party day. Um, and uh, we would get together for breakfast and we'd start with breakfast and then we'd have lunch and then dinner and there's like all kinds of things. So it was lots of caffeine from coffee and then lots of sugar from the pastries and the cookies and all the stuff that was being made and breads and stuff. And I generally don't eat a lot of gluten, but on those days I was eating gluten and I was uh, having uh, highly processed dairy and I was having sugar. And I went into like two years in a row, I went into full-blown migraine. And the reason for that is because my body was not used to having to digest all of that food, one. And two, I was actually really sensitive to the gluten. You pair the gluten with the sugar and then you have caffeine, which also dehydrates you. And it would just go into this massive migraine that would last sometimes for a week or two. And I realized later on, after I like educated myself on some things, I realized that it was the food that I was actually choosing to put into my body that I was already sensitive to that were uh, causing this ripple effect of me getting sick and then having migraines. That's what can happen. And that's why uh, people can get sick during the holidays because of that. So how do you go about that? Well, let's go back to talking about the fact that it's a holiday and it's not a hollow week or a hollow month. So let's just say, for example, like Halloween, there's so much candy that gets given out on Halloween, like it's deafening to the ears. What do you do with your kids? Like, do you allow your kids to just like eat everything and all of it that they want? Um, or do you set boundaries? Do you set limitations for them or for you? And it's easy to go, hey, it's it's a holiday. It's just having fun. Um, let's just let them have whatever they want. And then uh, tomorrow we'll go back. You know, and so a lot of them will have hundreds of pieces of candy. And that is what can lead to then this ripple effect of, hey, now we are getting sick. 
because the immune systems are fighting, they're weakened, and then kids are together, they spread all their germs in school, and it's just like this vicious cycle. So how do you how do you set boundaries? And I think that this is one of the things that we can take advantage of and teach our kids like, hey, it's okay for you to have some candy. It's okay to choose, you know, some of it, but we're not going to eat until we get sick, right? What kind of limitations do you put in place? And then do you set it for that day? Or do you have it set for the entire week? And for some people, they're like, well, that's just being too strict. But the reality is, is are you looking out for your kids and their health and their vibrancy? One of the things that I do with my kiddo is I actually, we don't do food dyes in our house. Um, and most candies are packed with food dyes and lots and lots of sugars. And so I always get him types and brands of candies that don't have are not high in sugar so there's actually one called um sweet smarts and you could literally eat like a small individual pack of sweet smarts which we never eat the whole thing but if you were to eat the whole thing you would have less than 10 grams of sugar in the entire bag and they uh they don't use food dyes in their products. There's some other brands that don't use food dyes in their products either. There's this brand called Giggles and it's a form of, of Skittles, but instead of food dyes in there, they're using um, like fruit flavors and I, I'm coloring them with like the fruit stuff instead of the food dyes. Food dyes like red 40, blue 40, yellow 40, or yellow, um, whatever number that is, I can't remember what that number is. Um, they're very much linked to a lot of things in our health. And so if your kids are eating that, what is that doing to their immune system, their gut, and their brain and their development? So it's just something that you want to be aware of. And so for me, I my kid is almost five. And I've taught him, hey, we will not have food that has a food dye in it. And here's why. I don't just tell him you can't have it. I actually educate and teach him this has food dye in it. And this is not good for our body and our brain. And so I want to be able to give you things that helps you grow and makes you smart and helps you in school and all of that. And so he responds to that. And so what, what do I do? So instead of just taking away the actual thing, because he's going to see other kids with that, I say, okay, we're not going to have the Skittles because they have food dye in them and they're not good for you. What we are going to do though, is we're going to say, hey, let's look at, is there something that's similar that we can have and you can still have that experience, but we still have limitations and boundaries in place. And we found one that was giggles. And um, I actually tasted them and they they actually taste really good. They're a little bit sweeter than some other some of the sweet smarts ones, but you know, a little bit here and there. It's not gonna, you know, make that big of a deal. The reality is, is you as a parent, you get to decide 
what you're going to teach your kids. And sometimes I feel like parents are like, well, I don't need to, uh, I don't want to take anything away from my kid. I want them to experience life by having all of these things when it comes to food and other things too, but we're primarily talking about food. But the reality is, is um, it's not helping your child by not educating them. The things that I teach my clients and educate my clients on, I literally tell every single one of my clients what I'm teaching you. We should be teaching high schoolers. We should be teaching kids when they're growing up. You know, when I, I made, um, I get these salmon burgers from Butcher Box. And when, and last night for dinner, um, I asked my kid, I was like, hey, would you like some salmon burgers? He's like, yes. And I need two of them. <laughs> so, so I made him two salmon burgers, but he just eats the patty. He doesn't eat it on a piece of bread or anything like that. So you know what I what I tell him or what I ask him? I ask him, hey, buddy, do you know what salmon what salmon is good for? And he will give me some answers. And then I will tell him, hey, salmon has really good protein in it, which makes you very strong and it's very good for you. But it also has healthy fats in it, which is really good for your brain so that your brain can grow and is really good for your body overall. And so that's just me educating and teaching him like the same thing as like um, he'll eat like sardines out of the jar. Like literally like people get so grossed out. I'm like, listen, I like sardines. He likes sardines. He can just eat them straight out of the straight out of the can sardines are actually one of the best foods that you can give your kid when they're growing and especially when they're having a brain spurt growth so they go through spurts of brain growth and sardines are one of the best foods that you can give them for that because of the the uh, healthy fats because your brain is actually if you didn't know that this your brain is 60 percent fat and so we have to fuel ourselves with healthy fats to support the brain and especially as a growing child. And so what I teach him about the sardines are, hey, <laughs> sardines are good for your brain and they have protein and they have fat and they help you grow and they make you smart. If you tell your kid that this is going to make them smart like, they'll be like, okay, like, I want to be smart. Like, I'll eat this. And it's not the fact that I would do that for foods that he doesn't uh, like. But what I'm trying to tell you here is that you have to educate your kids. It's not about telling them yes and no, only yes and no, what you can and can't have. It's about educating. So I work with parents sometimes on how do you teach your kids? What do you tell them? If you're trying to get your child to eat better tell them why tell them why too much candy is not good for them tell them why a regular fruit and a vegetable is good for them tell them why a protein is good teach them about protein and tell them this is why we eat protein teach them those things so that when they get older they don't have to try to figure it out and hire someone like me because they already know what it is. So keep that in mind. 
as you are, you know, going into this season is it's okay to swap for my, for my kiddo for Halloween. What I will do is I will let him go, you know, to his trunk or treat tomorrow night. He can gather the candy. And then what we will do is we'll go through the candy and I'll say, okay, this one doesn't have food dye in it. Go ahead and have this. It might have like way more sugar than what he would normally have. But I will let you have, you know, one or two pieces of that. And then what we will do is we'll take the rest and swap it for the things that we already have that are healthier. And that allows him to still enjoy the experience and make him feel like he's part of it. But we're just choosing to bringing in these other things that are going to benefit him more and he'll know exactly why we're doing it so he'll literally like look at a candy pack and go does that have food dye in it (laughs) and then I'll be like yeah let's look at the label and I teach him like how to look at that so that's how you can you don't have to but that's how you can help your kids understand why you're trying to do what you're trying to do All right, we're going to go to our next break, but when we come back, we're going to continue to dive into this holiday session, and I'm going to talk about uh, the adults. We kind of like packed away on the kids right now, but we're going to talk about the adults and how do you go into this season not feeling like everything is all over the place? How do you feel supported? Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good, and that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Real quick before we hop on into the adult version of going to the, into the holidays, I want to remind you that if you are someone that is already ready to make a change in your health and in your life and you're like, I need support with that, and you actually want that support as you're going through the holidays, um, I think that's really, really smart 
And I think that that's, that's something that I love doing with people is say, showing them that they can be successful going through the holidays and they don't have to wait until January when everybody else is going through their New Year's resolution. It's like, all right, I'm on. I, I want to go now. You can get ahead of the game and say, I'm going to start now so that I don't feel like I'm starting in the new year. Because let me tell you something, the way that you end the year is the way that you start the year. You ever thought about that? So the way that you end the year is the way that you start the year. And why not focus on ending the year strong and healthy and feeling like you have things in control so that you can start that year feeling not feeling like you're starting from scratch. So keep that in mind. So you can grab the link in the show notes if you want to book a consultation with me. And if you want to work together, um, you can book that call. And um, we'll see it, whether or not it's a good fit for you. I really, really uh, work hard with my clients on the nutrition aspect of things, exercise, and then we do the laps and really work on healing the body from root cause issues. So got that link if this is you and you are someone that wants that support as we uh, go through towards the end of the year. So what do we do when it comes to the adults of the holidays? Like, I will give you my approach with this because I think that going into the holidays if you don't have a good handle of like what to do it can feel so incredibly overwhelming and it actually causes anxiety and it causes people to just give up and they're just like I'll just throw in the towel let it go and then I'll start in January and the thing with that is it comes with a feeling of defeat it comes with the feeling of uh, disappointment in yourself because you're like why can't I do it during during this time when I can do it any other time and so it comes with all of those so whenever you don't follow through with I teach my clients this like whenever you don't follow through with what you said that you were going to do you feel disappointed in yourself and so that's where discipline comes in and I'll say this again structure and discipline like order and structure and discipline are the three things that you need in your life. If you want to be successful, whether it is in business or your personal life or your health, like all of those things, the only time and the only reason that we feel all over the place and chaotic and we don't know what's going to happen, what what's happening and what we're supposed to be doing is because there is no order and there is no structure. And discipline comes after those. Discipline comes after you have that order and structure in place. And there is a difference between order and structure. Order is like creating order, right? So that there is no chaos. So you're bringing stability in with that. And then you're creating a structure after that so that you have a plan. That's your plan. Your plan is your structure. And then your discipline uh, is you. That is relied on you. Are you going to show up for yourself and be disciplined enough to follow through with your order and your structure, your plan. And then after the discipline is the follow through, the consistency. Are you consistently following through with what you set that you want to accomplish and what you set that you were going to do? And at the end of the week, can you look back and say, I did what I said I was going to do in the beginning of the week. And I, I said this to my clients and I'll say it here. 
The only reason, the only thing that happens at the end of the week, now listen, life happens. Sometimes things come in the way and that's okay. We don't ever work on perfection. But what we do work on is consistency. And the only reason that that you feel like you are a failure is if you didn't commit to that structure and follow through with that discipline. We don't use the word try. So if I tell people, hey, I'm going to try. If they say to me, I'm going to try, I, I ask them, hey, what are your three goals for the week? And if they tell me, I say, okay, those are your three goals. This is what you're going to commit to and work on. And if they respond back by saying, okay, I'm going to try to do that. I say, no, 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 we're not going to try. We're going to do because trying, if you say I'm going to try, that means you're not actually fully committed and things can come in and waver you from the actual commitment to it. So don't use try, say do, replace try with do and say I will and I do. And that psychologically wires you in a way of saying, I'm committed to this. And so when you're going into the holidays, what you want to do is you want to say, okay, I'm not just going to try to get through the holidays. I'm going to get through the holidays. I'm going to have fun with it, but I'm also going to have structure and order and discipline through this. And it goes back to holiday versus Halloween. So just because it is a holiday doesn't mean that the entire week has to go out the window. Okay, now you might have a couple parties in one week. That's fine. But what are you doing on the other days? Are you allowing that day to derail you or maybe even just an event? You could be at work all day or not at work all day and have a normal breakfast and lunch. And then you have a dinner party and the rest of your day look just like it normally would. And then you have the dinner party. And maybe you have a little bit more food than what you normally do. Maybe you have a couple more drinks what you normally do. But at the end of the day, what are you going to do the following day? Do you allow that event to translate over into the following day? Or you just say, that was an amazing event. I had an amazing time. The food was delicious. The drinks were awesome. Back to what I normally do. And that goes back to having that structure in place. There's four things that I want you to think about when it comes to going through uh, the holidays over the next few months that are very, very, very important. If you want, if, if you're not going to do anything else, you need to do this. You need to make sure that you focus on sleep and you're getting enough sleep because sleep is where your body can rest, digest and heal. If you are not getting sleep, it weakens your immune system. Inflammation is higher in the body and it causes a ripple effect on so many things on your health. And so sleep is really, really important. So make sleep a priority. Then you're going to make sure that you're, get, you're hydrated. You want to make sure that you have enough water on a day-to-day -day basis. A lot of people get very dehydrated during the holidays because of overconsumption of food and drink. And so you want to make sure that you always drink enough water. Make that a priority. If you're drinking lots of soda and not enough water, think about, hey, maybe I can cut back on one soda and have one more water and, and integrate it in. Okay. And then you're going to make sure that you get enough protein. So protein is one of those things that it satiates you. You're going to feel much more satiated going into your uh, days. You actually sleep better if you have enough protein. And you're going into those parties, not starving. So the, the one thing that I want to mention here is don't go to an event starving. 
you will always overeat when you're at an event if you go there starving. So a key thing to do is your breakfast. And if this is an evening event, a key thing to do is your breakfast and your lunch are normal. They're like typical, regular meals. And you make sure that you're getting enough protein and vegetables as well. So one of the things that I like to do is if I know I have an event coming up and I have no idea what kind of food is going to be there, what I will do is I will make sure I have most of my protein and my vegetables before I go to the event. And what that allows me to do is just kind of ease up on like whatever is there and I get to pick and choose. But here's the thing. If you're going to an event and there's lots and lots and lots of food, um, you don't have to eat just because the food is there. I know people like this where they're like, the food is here. I need to eat it because it's there. But the reality is, is, is that food doing you any good if it's more than what you actually need? Or is it causing more damage on your body? Those are questions that you need to ask yourself. I knew someone one time that we went out to eat and there was lots of food left over. We were stuffed. And this person said, I have to keep eating because the food is there and I don't want to waste it. And I literally looked at them and I said, what is the problem with you leaving the food? Yes. There their their reasoning was like there's children starving in Africa and I said yes there are children starving in Africa but children starving in Africa does not equal you suffering from overeating it doesn't make it better it doesn't solve the problem that's not solving the problem you're you're punishing your body because you don't want to leave this food here because someone else maybe starving which is very very sad but don't punish your body because of that so keep that in mind like food's going to be there tomorrow and you don't have to punish your body and you don't have to do it overeat so much that you're now miserable like on thanksgiving and then you're going to make sure that you move. You want to make sure that movement is there. And I'm going to get into movement a little bit more when we come back. Because unfortunately, I have to go to my next break and we're running out of time here. So we're going to go to break and I'm going to come right back. And after the break, we're going to talk about movement and what you can do with that. We'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good. And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away. So you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Lizzie at UndietYourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. 
Amazing, amazing. I'm so glad that you guys um, are tuning into this. And I hope you've gotten a lot out of this episode today and feel more prepared going to the holidays, uh, mentally and physically. Because um, I think that that's really, really important. And I talked a little bit about order and structure and discipline. And if you can create yourself some structure and, and follow through with the discipline on that during the holidays, I mean, you are set. Like, it doesn't have to be this big, intricate, in-depth type of thing. Um, it can literally just be the four things that I'm work talking about right now, which is your sleep. We talked about sleep and why that's important. Your water, you need to be hydrated, so make sure you make that a priority. And then we talked about protein and how, how protein is going to help you satiate you and it's going to help you. Um, make sure that you're not like going into those parties and events just completely starving. One of the things that I want to say about this too is when you do have um, go to a party and you're plating your food, I want you to think of it in this way. I want you to think about what's my protein first. So look at whatever is there and go, what is my protein? And then go, what is my vegetable? This is how you plate a, a plate a meal what's my protein what's my vegetable and then what is my complex carb so it could literally be like hey for thanksgiving it's like turkey and then a side of green beans or salad and then your mashed potatoes are going to be your complex carb that's actually a balanced meal and then when you sit down to eat that one of the things that you can do to help regulate your blood sugars better is eat the protein and the vegetables first so you're getting fiber and protein in there and it slows down your digestion so that when the carbs come in, the carbs are not going to like spike your blood sugars as much. So that's a strategy that you can go into. And uh, it really helps with that insulin spike and preventing that. And also um, just making sure that your, your body um, has a little bit more time to like digest the foods. And then the last thing that I want to talk about here is movement, how, how important movement is. If you are someone that is, um, has a sedentary job, sitting all the time, which uh, right now, like it's a really, really busy time for me. And I find myself like sitting all the time. And I'm just like, I got to get up and like go walk. So if you're not doing anything else, at least take 30 minutes out of your day and go do some movement, go walking, whether it is speed walking, walking on the treadmill on an incline, whatever it is, you need movement. Movement is going to help your body digest the foods better. So like even after a meal, like let's say it's Thanksgiving, after a meal, go for a walk. That walk in itself will help your body digest your food better. So keep that in mind. Um, and, it, and if you are someone that is already uh, moving and exercising, um, what you can do is keep that consistency with it. Like don't, don't give up on your exercise program and your schedule. So this is where that discipline can still come in and really, really benefit you. But the other thing that you don't want to do um, is you don't want to exercise for punishment. So
So let's say, for example, it is Thanksgiving meal and you're like, man, I overate, like it was too much. If you're going to the gym and doing a workout because you're punishing yourself for eating that, that's also not the right approach. You want to do it. Um, one of the things that I will do, which is really, really amazing, sometimes when I um, do have like a heavier meal, like the day before, the next day, I will go do a lifting session at the gym and I can lift like heavier than what I normally would. And part of that is just because I brought in like a lot more calories than what I would normally eat. And what that gave me was that extra glucose storage, that extra energy that was stored in my muscles. And so the way that I like to look at it is if I have a big Thanksgiving meal, let's say I have that, I look at it as energy and I'm going to utilize that energy and put it to work. So take that energy that you, because food is energy, calories are energy. Take that energy that you put into your body and you enjoyed it and you loved it and you appreciated it, right? Because it's Thanksgiving, you better be appreciating it. Instead of punishing your body, say, I'm going to make these calories work for me. I'm going to make this energy work for me. Not in a form of punishment, but let me, if you are someone that lifts, let me go to the gym and put them to work. And so you can go to the gym and sometimes it's the best workout I ever have because I have that energy. So put it to work. And um, so I just want to do a real, real quick recap here. Put structure in place, put that order and structure in place, and then follow through with the discipline and then be consistent with it. Show up for yourself. Commit to yourself because you matter and you deserve it. And just because it's this season does not mean that everything has to go to the pits and you give up on yourself. So don't allow circumstances in your life come in and completely derail you. And also, if you have a week that is off, it doesn't mean that you fail. It just means it was a different week. Maybe it was a difficult week. Maybe it, maybe it was a hard week. But it doesn't mean that you fail. Because the only time that you fail is if you give up on yourself and you quit completely and you go back to like what you were doing before. So please keep that in mind. Water, sleep, movement, protein, order, structure, and discipline. And then follow through with that. Commit to those goals. Set that up. Set that plan up and go for it. All right, you guys, this is the end of the show for today. We're going to be back next week on the I'm Not Fine show. I'm Lizzie Entz, your host. We'll see you guys then. Thank you for listening to the I'm Not Fine show. Lizzie Enns returns Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, have the best week of your life by making choices that take you from feeling fine to feeling amazing.